I'm Zach Snyder. And I'm Aiden Matthews. And welcome to another YouTube podcast, the one-top shop for everything and anything related to YouTube. Yep, yep. Yeah, boy. So, new upload day, Wednesdays. Every Pretty single big Wednesday. Yeah, pretty different. I think it was just because I, I got the the last episode out on a Wednesday, and there was that like hiatus of uploads, so it became easier to just kind of move it to that day officially. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, how is your week on YouTube, Aiden? How, how my this week? my week on a uh, YouTube been kind of a. I wouldn't say slow, but definitely a little bit uh, uninteresting as far as that goes. Hmm. I'm still recording stuff with Ethan, obviously, in Worldwide Meme, and we've been sticking to that fairly well. Uh, but as a result, my channel's kind of suffered. Like, I got my videos out, but not on the right days, and sometimes they came a little bit later. So, like, I have five videos out now, and I only missed one day, but they all came out at, like, late-ass times. I get that. You know, depending on when you release your video, sometimes it's not going to do as well uh, if you had released it earlier. So kind of learned that lesson. Uh, Had fun streaming Mega Man, having some fun in Dark Souls. And then questions (laughs) on the couch and midnight vlogs are always just like great to record in general. Yeah, Um, for sure. But I plan on streaming tomorrow and I hope that'll get me to or today rather as I'm recording this. uh, Try to get me to 290 subs or 285 roughly so that should be good in terms of ethan's worldwide meme stuff he's been doing good we've been getting shit out he went from like i think he went to like it was five when he started and now he's at 12 or something and each of the videos went from having like no views at all to now like every every video on this channel has at least one view so that's That's good news to me yeah that means somebody's watching it somebody Uh, is watching yeah that's good. Whether it's me, Ethan, Ethan's girlfriend, or like Jay, or some other random people. Somebody. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I watched a couple yeah. of videos on it and I enjoyed. I watched part of the Kirby Superstar, whatever it's called. Kirby well, 3, boy. Kirby 3. I watched a little bit of that and that was enjoyable to me. So. Yeah. Yeah. Working on that commentary still. Some mm. episodes are great, others, not so much. Right. Which I don't even consider my own commentary perfect, so who am I to really judge? But I get that. Uh, and then the other thing that I did was something that I did tonight was download and uh, not download. Give me a bit shoot account, but that kind of has to deal with our main topic, so I'll save that discussion for later. Sweet. Yeah, that was my week on YouTube's. Um, I think in terms of your week particularly, you've been getting more into the collab shit, have you not? Um. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the main collab thing that I did this week was record a podcast with Jay, Gaming Through the Ages. But even that was a thing that was set up earlier that we're just kind of now getting around to actually, like, getting it good. Right. But then you're <laughs> because also doing we were... the collabs with Ethan as well on his channel. So it's... Right, right. Doing group stuff with him. And then, mm. you know, if I can get something... Well, I'm already doing this podcast with you. Uh, mm. But if I can get something with, like, Marjack and I'm trying to hook up something with uh, Carrie Knight Gaming, like... Uh, I like to I like to get it around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's how it is. Well, you just uh, do solo stuff for so long, and it, and it gets a little bit uh, tedious. Yeah. I would love to one day do it like a an LP on my channel where I'm not the only person there. And while I do do that with Ethan's channel, I haven't yet to do it on mine. All of them have been solo LPs. Right. So it'd be cool to get to collabs. But the reason like I did solo LPs at the start was like 
if you can't do a solo LP, you really can't do a collab, uh, a group one. I don't think. I agree. I think group ones are easier, but you really do need that experience of being able to commentate on your own before you can like adequately be like, oh, I'm gonna commentate in a group as well. So right. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought that was that would be interesting to point out because collabs are such a big thing for YouTube that I mean, it's, right. you almost kind of have to do it in order to be successful in it. Yep, the network. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thankful trying to have to a do, group of friends to do that with, you know? Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to do more of that myself. And that's why I like podcasts. I feel are the most, like the easiest way to do those collabs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to find as the years continue, especially like in 2018, I want to find brand new ways to like collab with people. Cause well, for me, like the podcast, uh, and like the co-ops with Ethan, I'm not really expecting those series to uh well they'll do well Mm. uh but the important thing about that is that when we do these podcasts and co-op lps it's building the connection and the chemistry together so the Mm. next time we do a collab project or whatever uh, it'll be even better so like with jay we're doing a podcast now but like let's say i want to do like a collab lp with them Mm. we'll be much better for it because we already did the podcast and we already kind of got a rhythm going you know so i think it's beneficial to kind of start out small and then work your way up definitely and I like we've talked about um, a few of us like moving in at one point together. Sure. And so like obviously by doing that, big That's going even further. Labs <laughs> could happen. So right. Like getting these you know kind of simpler ones done now that like you said helps build the chemistry. Mm-hmm. It's important. Well, what about your week? How was your week on the YouTube? So my week was actually fairly okay. Um, I'm still. This is the week where I'm going to start uploading every you know things back on Zack Snyder Productions because um, I took like a month off from that to kind of basically figure out the branding a little bit better, figure out the scheduling, all that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. We've got some new things that we've talked about tonight about Lions on a Nerdcast, so that was in, that was important stuff to have. I just think like sure. meeting with people is probably something we should do more often. Yo, you want to talk about what I thought about that? I won't get into details about what we talked about because obviously yeah. that's like stuff for the future. Yeah. But definitely that conversation I think is crucial because it's one of those things where like, I don't want to call it a failure moment, but it almost is. Is like recognizing the faults in your own series, realizing what's wrong, and then mm-hmm. having the ability to not only accept those, uh, but try to actively come up with solutions. Right. You know, it's you like- hear Gary Vaynerchuk all the time talk about loving to lose. Yeah, you've had a lot of opportunities this week. I think with your shows and your scheduling and trying to figure that out, where you've taken some losses and you've taken like you're not sure what you really want to do, uh, but in not doing it and in failing, you're going to be better next time. Right. So that's cool. I think and yeah. something to be proud of. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I, this. I mean, this last month, I would I would say has been actually I would even say so far as when I created Zack Snyder Productions. I mm-hmm. got rid of a lot of comfortable like comfortability because you're out, you're out of that comfort zone for the entire like beginning part of 2017, you know, I was doing like five videos a day and it was like really easy. Let's play shit. Every once in a while I'd have something a little bit higher produced up and I was, it was very much comfort zone. And like, while it was like some success, while it was like some productivity being happening there, me not trying something different 
in the long run definitely hinders that success. So when I started Zack Snyder Productions, after ironically both of us talked about it, <laughs> sure. um, you know, it definitely opened me up to a lot more failure over the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. But now I think I'm in a better place where obviously that success is going to be a little bit better. Um, a lot more experimentation as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I've thrown in new shows that I figured – I realized I didn't want to do it exactly the way I originally wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. And so, that's valuable information. You know, mm-hmm. It's valuable stuff to uh, get across. One thing you could say at the end of 2017, no matter how much stuff goes wrong, Mm-hmm. is that you were very much a different person at the start of 2017 that you were at the end of it. And I think that shows growth and it shows progress. I agree. So at the very least, you can be proud of like, yeah, I'm not the same person and I am for the better because of it. Yeah. You know? In videos, I mean. I mm-hmm. don't know about you as a person. Oh, absolutely. But I think that's for everybody <laughs> as long as they continue, you know, working on themselves, which mm-hmm. I find trying to do very often. But uh, going back to the YouTube stuff this week, I – Tried a new uh, Let's Play style, really new, like over the last couple of weeks, and I really enjoy doing it that way. And so for me to go back and make Let's Plays the way I used to, I I could not do that. Um, So I find that I'm almost finding myself enjoying making Let's Plays a little bit more than just the recording aspect. Because I used to find the editing aspect of Let's Plays being kind of boring and not really... Like, I was ready to throw that on somebody else, but now I enjoy, like, editing them because I found a way to make them have more value to it. Right. If that makes sense. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, you turned it from something that was, like, very uninvolved and uninteresting to something that required a good bit of uh, work to deal with. Right. Which sounds... made it a lot more interesting. (laughs) Right. It sounds almost counterintuitive because I was so focused at the beginning of the year getting as much content as, as I could... And even though I do believe that I had some kind of quality to it, I think my ability to bring even more quality to these Let's Plays is more valuable than me having five videos a day. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. yeah. Especially the long run. Yeah. Especially in the long run. Exactly. Um, and then other than that, I'm trying to work on my social media presence. So I've been working a lot more on making highlight videos for Instagram because – Instagram is such an important thing in online media creation today. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other than that, I think, I mean, I think that's pretty much it. The whole social media presence. Cool. cool. But yeah. A lot of good shit there. Definitely. Very productive week in the terms of YouTube. Very unproductive week in the terms of the rest of my, uh, <laughs> in terms of my college existence. But right. Right. <laughs> that that's does not fair. matter. In the grand scheme of things right now, so. Fair enough. Yeah. But our topic for today, Ooh. we're called another YouTube podcast. Where, you know, you know, we talk about YouTube and all the great things. This week's like, fuck YouTube, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, basically. This is this this podcast is called another video platform. Podcast, Actually, as far as I I'm wouldn't concerned. say I wouldn't say fuck YouTube. I would say in addition to YouTube. All right. That works, too. Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I, while my faith in YouTube is dropping uh, a lot recently, it's not dropped entirely where I'd be like, I'm leaving YouTube for another thing. But anyways, keep, keep talking about what I right, think right. going to be. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be doing another video platform podcast today. <laughs> uh, our topic is alternatives to YouTube. We're going to be talking about the other ways that you can go ahead and post videos that may not be YouTube, 
or like Zach mentioned, uh, using it to supplement what you already have on YouTube. So we're going to mm. be talking about some alternatives, some supplements, and just a bunch of different uh, platforms and such. So if you're unaware of any other video thing besides YouTube, we're about to educate you today because there, YouTube is not the only oyster out there. And the sea is very full. This is this is true, especially as of late. Especially as of late, it's only grown. Pretty interesting. Um, well, I, I guess the way you could start with this is, yes, there's websites called Vimeo and Daily Motion that have been out for years. I don't think that's the route to go, but they're there if you want to put your videos on that. But mm-hmm. I would rather talk about these new alternatives that I think have more benefits to them. I want to not even mention the platform first, but I want to kind of open this with a uh, question is when mm-hmm. do you... What what time is appropriate for you to start considering these uh, alternatives or supplements? Like when I, when does that conversation enter your mind? Because for me, uh, I'll let you go though. I'll let, I want to hear yours first. Okay, I would almost say at the moment that you realize that YouTube or making videos, making content is kind of the route you want to go with your life, whether it's your hobby or more particularly whether you want to be successful at it and make a career out of it, I think at that moment you should absolutely be thinking about alternatives or supplements. Cool. Um, for various reasons. I think, number one, in case YouTube does go to shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's a very real thing, especially in the current climate. Uh, and then number two, because it's good to have your, your content in different places that other people can check it out. Uh, so that if the hype on another platform is big and if you're one of the first people there and let's say that that platform does do really successful, then you'll be one of the, you know, first successful people on it, hypothetically. Mm-hmm. And then three, uh, it's probably just good to have different types of content in different places. So if you do a short form, like a short film YouTube channel, let's say you make short films with your buddies then you just upload your videos on that channel. You could create another YouTube channel to put like bloopers and behind the scenes and stuff on it. Or if you really wanted to, you go to a complete different format like Facebook video and put that Mm -hmm. shit on there. And then uh, maybe people will go check out your original stuff so that you're not putting, so that you're not compromising your potential views on that one YouTube channel because you know, you Views in one place do look nice. Agreed. Agreed. So that's kind of my little spill about that right off the beginning. Cool deal. Uh, For me, Mm -hmm. when you should start considering it, I think the earlier the better. Um, Absolutely. So I think as soon as you even like get a YouTube channel off the ground, Mm -hmm. you should already be at least looking into other potential options just to get your videos out there. Right. I've even thought about like Ethan's channel worldwide meme, very new, right? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't take me that much time to put his stuff on another platform. And because he's so early on where we literally just need people to have their eyes viewed on it more than anything, we just mm-hmm. need to get new people in. Uh, that presents a huge opportunity, especially with newer platforms. So I think th- th- the earlier, the better, you know, sometimes people don't want to, and they want to kind of take it slow, but like there's never, there's never an early enough time to have a backup. There's never an early enough time uh, to be prepared in case something goes wrong with YouTube, the social media presence. And I already mentioned backups, but like 
not even backups in case YouTube goes to shit. Sometimes it's just nice to have your videos on four different things in case one of them somehow gets deleted randomly or server crashes or Copyright you can't hold on to problems. stuff on your hard drive. You don't have space or storage right. to hold all your shit. Like that would be kind of helpful. Um, it's also a great place, like you had mentioned, to sort of like test the grounds. Hmm. So if you have like a new thing you want to try, but you're not like really confident, put it on your YouTube channel. There's an option for you. And these uh, alternative sites like a BitChute, VidMe, all that sort of stuff. Not so much Vimeo and Daily Motion, you had already kind of mentioned. Right. Uh, but yeah, when people should start considering this, I think early as possible. And why? Uh, in case YouTube goes down, backups, new content, and uh, to experiment as well. So It's also easier if you start out early because you don't have to go take 1,300 videos, download them, and re-upload them to another website. Agreed. Which I am currently possibly going to be putting, doing. I just don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I almost rather pay somebody like, here, here's $100, do this for me or something like that. Fucking get all these videos out. Yeah, because that's not going to be a fun fun thing to do. But if you start early, you don't got to worry about that. Exactly. Right. And, and then, of course, if one of those platforms do well, like, shit's going to get interesting. <laughs> right. And, uh, I mean, there's also specifics for the different platforms, which I'm assuming we'll talk about. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's, that's also good to point out. Because here's another thing, like, Twitch, you can put your videos on Twitch now. And so that's that's another alternative that we can talk about. So it's All right. I think streaming in general is an alternative for a lot of people that needs to be brought up. Is. Not even just the video aspect of it, but right. like streams in general. Right. I think we'll we get into it. Do an entire episode <laughs> on streaming as well, just because okay. I think everybody should be streaming. But right, regardless of what you're doing. But yeah, fair enough. Cool. All right. How do you want to start it with the uh, the different platforms? Yeah, we'll just go like platform by platform benefits shit like that and just mm -hmm. give her thoughts on it okay you pick the first one because it's so new i kind of want to talk about facebook video okay because it's interesting it's really interesting to me so for a, i i think for pretty much as soon as facebook started they they allowed you to embed videos on it um but in recent like years and specifically like this year and, and specifically even this month, uh, Facebook have de has decided out of nowhere, let's go ahead and capitalize on video because everybody else is. Uh, mm -hmm. So now there's an entire watch page on YouTube on your sidebar. And uh, if you swipe to the left or right on your mobile device, you can go to an entire page of Facebook shows that these bigger creators have kind of like talked to Facebook and got them put on there. And they're planning on putting this out to content creators like regular people like us um, so that we could theoretically put our YouTube videos on there as well or create brand new content specifically for, for Facebook. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very interesting. Oh, yeah. And I think what like distinguishes this from some of the other ones is that like you know, a lot of these video alternative sites like have to start out from scratch and they have to uh, kind of work their way up to kind of like get enough a big enough community. Mm. Facebook distinctly already has the advantage of having a huge ass audience. Like more than YouTube. <laughs> more than YouTube. Right. Like Facebook doesn't have to fight that battle. They just needed to provide the tool for even to like allow people to do it. And mm. now that like that tool's there, 
uh, it's pretty much a wild west out there. <laughs> yeah. Basically. As far as like what's what's standard, what's popular, whatever, we'll just have to like come and see and find out. Right. Um, and you can already go ahead and like I would I would suggest, and this is what I'm doing now, is on my Facebook fan page, quote unquote fan page. Um <laughs> If you don't already have a Facebook fan page for your YouTube channel, you should. And I, I think it's probably going to be very valuable to upload at least some of your videos to this to this page because you can't upload them directly to it instead of just embedding them in a post like we typically have done in the past to advertise them. Um, my Let's Play Cuphead Part 1 got like... 15 views on YouTube. It got over 120 views on Facebook. Right. How and that's just people... more eyes on your content altogether. You know? Right. I mean, you can share these immediately throughout uh, groups and stuff. Plus, I think autoplay happens when you're scrolling down. So if somebody catches the first few seconds of your video and they like it, they're more likely to watch the entire thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just think it's probably a really good important thing to, to look into if you're a content right. creator and facebook was already kind of doing like the uh the live streaming thing a little mm. bit earlier and they were doing good there so it feels like kind of a logical step to like oh we can do live streaming let's just let's just put more em emphasis on the video altogether and they did right and uh we'll have to see in the coming years like how valuable is it but like you know if you don't want to have to do the guessing game of being like is facebook video going to take off is it not you as a content creator should already be like, yes, it's going to take off and I need to be on it now. Even if it doesn't, even right. if it doesn't take out, even if it doesn't take off, you as a content creator should be in the mindset of like, if I have an opportunity to get more people to watch my videos and to get more people to get their eyes on me, regardless of whatever platform, I should be going out of my way to get those opportunities and to do stuff like this. So even if Facebook video is a bust, uh, potentially, the experience that you'll get there and the views that you'll get there uh, will be great and it'll help you in the future for other uh, platforms and the like you know mm -hmm. it, what what all these video these alternate video platforms uh, kind of allow you to do is YouTube can sometimes feel like a comfort zone of like oh all right well just fill the videos whatever you know you kind of get used to the platform and what all it does until YouTube fucks it up uh, <laughs> true but you know, with these other video platforms, like, it's a new ball game, and the rules aren't clearly established. It's very risky sometimes to be like, do I really want to do this? Doing mm -hmm. these alternate video platforms get you outside of your comfort zone, and I think that's, that in general is just a good skill to have. Um, also, like, let's not forget to mention that if Facebook video dies, or if any of these other platforms we're going to talk about dies, you still have YouTube. Right. Like, your, your YouTube channel is still going to run exactly the same way as it is now um like there's no downside to trying out these alternatives right um, it's just like if you have the time you should do it <laughs> yeah yeah if you're to trying to be videos, successful do it. at it mm -hmm. right yeah uh i think we've i've mentioned him a couple of times you've mentioned him a couple of times gary vaynerchuk if you haven't watched him on youtube i highly suggest checking him out he's uh he how would you explain gary he's a multi-million dollar um, entrepreneur mm -hmm. who's created businesses from the ground up mm -hmm. invested in like big companies like Uber, Twitter Snapchat things like that mm -hmm. um, things that have become successful 
And he does a daily vlog on his YouTube channel that has a tremendous amount of value watching it if you're into content creation, being an entrepreneur, sure. anything like that. Um, if you're not watching him, you should. But I read an article of his recently where he basically said, if you're a content creator in 2017 and you're only using a couple of platforms, you're probably not going to be as successful or you won't be successful as someone who is putting all of their stuff on like 17 different platforms that are out right now. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely true. Mm -hmm. um, just from a number standpoint, <laughs> it's yeah. absolutely true. And I think the experience that you get from doing stuff like this is, uh, can be applied to other aspects, you know? Right. If you're willing to risk where you put your videos on, you might want to risk trying new things with your videos altogether, right? Like it puts you, it puts you in sort of almost a humble mindset where like, you're not guaranteed to succeed. You're not guaranteed to do well. Um, but you do it to do it and you do it to, uh, potentially do well and to have a, have a good time doing it and all that sort of stuff. Like to me, I don't see any, any reason why people wouldn't, um, unless it was just thing like you, you're not interested in it in YouTube mm. in general, or you maybe just don't even have the time. Right. Um, time is a thing. Time. Yeah. Time is definitely a struggle. Um, and even in like regular social media stuff, like getting on Facebook, getting on Twitter, getting on Instagram, which you should be doing if you're not doing any of those. Um, that is a struggle to keep up with all those accounts. But then that's just a matter of trying to schedule, you know, schedule time for it every couple of days or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. And there's plenty of content out there that you can check to learn how to use these, pro, you know, these things. And I'm sure we'll talk about them throughout the, you know, throughout right. the podcast as we continue to do this thing. Because there's so much we can talk about still. Mm -hmm. Um twice such yeah. a good topic exactly yeah exactly yeah. now you know now you know the secret secrets out everybody <laughs> for real but uh, any other thoughts on facebook video in general i'm very interested to see how it's going to work out in the next right. few months because some big time people are getting shows on it like the fine brothers they have all their stuff on there now hate them or you know love them or hate them they're doing stuff on there a lot of other big content creators from uh from youtube and other like and like older media and stuff is using it plus there's like a billion registered people on facebook that's not like a, like a hyperbole either there's literally a billion people that are registered on youtube i mean on facebook mm -hmm. so the reach is way more than youtube yeah there's I bound mean, to be someone on facebook who'll watch your stuff yeah. And if there is an audience, there's probably more of them there. <laughs> exactly. So. No matter how niche you are, like, you're going to be able to find someone on there. And it's so much easier to, like, share your stuff to groups. So if, like, you're, you're a group that likes specifically the Dark Souls games and you make Dark Souls videos, you might be able to get away with sharing your videos directly to that thing as long as, you know, depending on the group. Mm-hmm. So, and it should be noted too that like the connections you can get from different platforms are also like priceless pretty much. Like people have right. friend groups on YouTube. Think yeah. about like all the different platforms that are out there. Think about like how many groups of friends you could get in sort of like a network of circles that like would be beneficial for like things like collabs or things like advice or shit like that. Like mm. I don't know. Opportunities. Yeah. And you think about like people that watch YouTube will eventually go check out your YouTube channel. Like if they like you on Facebook, but they, they don't have faith in the Facebook platform yet, 
then they'll be like, oh, I really like this video. Let me go check out your YouTube channel, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like potential subscribers there, potential viewers there as well. Right. Um, and I think most importantly, it gives the viewer options, you know? No right. viewer I know is going to be like, give me less options. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. Whether you're watching a TV show, you're listening to music, we as consumers, listeners, watchers, we like our content to be on multiple things. You know, we don't like having to only do one service in order to get service. You know, if I want to listen to music on YouTube or maybe I want it on iTunes or maybe I want it on my TV or on my video game consoles, like more options, the better, you know, like you're giving people mm-hmm. opportunities um, to see your shit. Yeah, I just think it's – and I know a common excuse um, for creators to not put stuff on other platforms. It's like, well, like there's YouTube ad revenue and if people are watching my stuff on this website and I can't make money from it, then they're not watching it on YouTube and then I can't make money from there. I mean it's as simple as this. The YouTube ad revenue has gone down a lot. Plus you shouldn't be relying on ad revenue anyways. Most people I think that watch this podcast don't even make enough from ad revenue for that to even be an excuse. That's true. That's if you true. make three cents, are you going to prioritize those three cents or are you going to try to go out there and get your stuff seen by more people? You know, right. like mm. pretty easy decision, I feel like. And even if you're one of those people that get like a lot of money on ad revenue and you really don't want to allocate time and stuff to other things, you could potentially make that number bigger if you really tried, you know, like, right. you know. Plus, other platforms are bringing monetization in different ways. Too. Sure. So I don't. I don't think the goal should be to make money right away. Though. I agree. <laughs> you know? I agree. But some people think that way. You know. Yeah. Like there are people that think that way that will listen to this podcast, and I think it's important to realize that if money is your goal, or is one of those goals, that you shouldn't have that deter you from moving from trying other options, mm-hmm. because the the benefits far outweigh any kind of negatives you can find. Sure. Yeah. So uh, what what platform do you want to mention next? I want to talk about the one that I had mentioned at the beginning of this. Uh, mm-hmm. And granted, I have very little experience because I literally registered an account on there today. Yeah. Uh, or rather tonight. BitChute. Let's talk about some BitChute. BitChute. I only heard about yeah, this you'll have a to... month ago, so... Right. You'll have to explain it because Damien tried explaining it to me. <laughs> and Damien went really technical with it, didn't he? Right. Okay. So it's a little bit tough. I get that it's a video sharing thing, but like mm-hmm. I don't I don't know anything about the peer-to-peer torrent shit. Like <laughs> Okay, so basically BitChute is a video sharing website, similar to a YouTube, uh, mm-hmm. similar to a Facebook video, except the way the videos are viewed is they're viewed, they're not stored on like, they're not stored on like some hard drive somewhere on somebody's computer like it would be on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Instead, they're stored in a in like a torrent-based system. So if you are, if you know about downloading stuff illegally, um, you can go to something like, well, you can go to a website, you can download a torrent, you can download a torrent browser, put that torrent in the torrent browser. It'll download these files from somebody else's source. Hmm. Um, so essentially somebody took best way to, I mean, best way to explain it is to explain it through the website. So I make a video 
here's this Let's Play Part 1 of something. I upload it to the website. And in order for somebody else to watch that, they are streaming it in the same way that they would download it. Ah, I see. So it's using your internet data. So you probably don't want to use this on mobile because this will, this will use more data on your mobile device. But it'll... um. As you're streaming this video, you're basically downloading the data to get that video and view it um, in a similar way that you'd be downloading a video through a torrent or something like that. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense than what I had been told. Essentially, uh, it's a—I mean, it's very technical in that base, but it's, it's another video sharing website. The way the Damien kind of went, like the short end of it, is that it's a lot easier for people to view your videos because you're not having to deal with like a server or some shit like that. Right, right, the... right. There's no server. Um, it's it's all peer to peer or otherwise, like my computer to your computer, kind right. of. Uh, except for I have like when I upload a video, like I don't have to worry about my computer being on or anything mm. like that. Sure. So let's talk about uh, the good stuff first because uh, hmm. there's there's a good bit of good the thing that i found pretty interesting is like right away when you go to the like about page or whatever they're like hmm. pretty heavily free speech thing and you're like oh yeah. a bunch of companies say that like what what's the big deal or whatever you go like look at some of the videos like there's a <laughs> lot of like really political shit out there shit yeah. that probably wouldn't be on youtube or at the very least it would be on youtube but it would be advertiser unfriendly Right. There's no video on BitChute that's going to have that restriction on there because they're focused on free speech. So if right. you're someone like a news channel, if you're someone uh, that maybe... I don't want to say drama channel because I don't want to influence them. <laughs> uh, but you get what I mean. talks about more controversial subjects. Uh, BitChute mm. is very interesting in the fact that like they're going to protect your right for free speech. How far are they willing to go in that? I'm not sure. Uh, but it's it sounds fairly nice. new. Right, and they, they, they backed it up so far. So I'm very impressed in that. Uh, the other thing you mentioned is, like, it's easier for the viewers, always. And then right. number two, uh, it's pretty small right now. But from what Damien was seeing, and I was looking at figures and stuff, it's growing pretty quickly. You know, it's not one of these websites that are plateauing anytime. Like, you're getting some pretty big growth. I think they're up to, like, 37,000 or some shit, mm -hmm. which is crazy. And while you're not getting, like, 80 million videos every second, like you would on YouTube... You are getting a video at least every five or so minutes, and when that video is uploaded, regardless of how popular it are, you end up on the front page, you know? Mm -hmm. Talk about that a little bit, like how big of an opportunity that is. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, somebody logs, one of those 37,000 people log on to it, they find it, they watch it. Like, what if one of these people are a big influencer? Mm -hmm. They see this video, they talk about it, you know? I right. think of somebody like, like Philip DeFranco. I don't know how much you watch of him. A little bit. Not much. Okay. So one of the segments on his show, I mean, he runs a new show. One of his segments is today in something awesome or something I found awesome today. And okay. so he'll like talk about some videos he found online or something he found that he really liked. And sometimes it'll be smaller, like, like videos that he just found that was really intriguing. Well, he's the type of guy that would eventually probably move to this website if YouTube got really super political. Um, right. Worse than now. So, like, what if he goes on there, he finds his video, and then he mentions it in his video? Hey. Right. Like, you know, like, you never know who could be watching your videos. 
That's ones fair. you could turn to a million very easily, depending on who it was. And the thing, like, too, you don't have to log in and register to watch videos. So anybody who goes to bitshoot.com and sees it has your video, like, on that front page. Like, anyone can access really quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's pretty huge. Every video that's on the front page, you know, it isn't getting crazy views. But, like, a lot of times it's more than YouTube just because it's given a lot more access and through a megaphone. It's almost like a featured page, but just for everybody there. Yeah, you know, if real. a video might make five views on YouTube, and you're like, oh, that makes sense because there's such a big group of users and a lot of people maybe already covered a game, can do extremely freaking well on a bit shoot because there's not a lot of people there and there's not a lot of people covering it. Uh, but there are a lot of watchers, <laughs> you know? Yeah, a lot real. of people watching shit on bit shoot, and uh, I think that's pretty huge, and I think that's one of its positives altogether, you know? Hmm. Will that change? Possibly, as it gets older, but for now, yeah. that's a pretty awesome opportunity to take part in. Right, and like, again, even if this website doesn't work out well, like, you still got those views, and if the website doesn't do good and somebody else found you here, they might find you on YouTube, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Fair I enough. doubt anybody is watching BitChute exclusively. No, probably not. But, uh... I think another uh, very good benefit about mm -hmm. BitChute is that you don't have to upload every single video individually. You hook up your YouTube channel, it automatically puts it up there. Description and everything. Yep. Which is so, really cool. You upload a video nice. on YouTube, head into BitChute, baby. You're not having to individually like upload it there. It's very... Uh, some people are like, oh, I don't have a, the time to run an account. Literally, you set up BitChute, and you're kind of done, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You kind of just watch, and, you know, occasionally, you know, you got to comment with people, and you got to make right. sure that things are going okay, and you check up on it, but it's nowhere near the maintenance you would have to do on, let's say, a site like Twitter or Facebook, or we'll get to Vidme later on. Um, right. BitChute is fairly self-sufficient. You get that shit done, and you're good, you know? It's right. something yeah. that would only benefit you, and, like, time is a big detractor for a lot of this. And for a lot of these uh, platforms, for BitChute, not really. And I think that's really cool as well. I agree. And if you have more, like, if you have older videos you need to upload, it, sure, you'll have to upload those individually. Right. But just, like, if you're a new channel, like we said, like, the earlier the better. Mm -hmm. Like, you might as well set that bad boy up tonight. You could <laughs> do it. Get that set up. You could know? literally set it up, and this podcast would still be going. Yeah. You could take five minutes out of your time. Today, in this podcast, take five minutes, register yourself a BitChute account, and never have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And you would have your videos going to a new platform that might someday get big, and if it doesn't, you still get views, and you still get more people looking at your shit early on. That is so valuable. And if you're one of these channels that are so early on, and never even heard of BitChute before, man, I wish I was in your shoes, you know? Sam. Yeah. And it's another thing um, I think for alternate for some of these alternative platforms is because they're so small, there's more likely a chance for interactive like interactions between smaller people. Mm -hmm. So I, I think there's definitely a higher chance you'll get a comment on one of these videos compared to a YouTube video. Right. I agree. Especially if somebody likes it a lot or if somebody hates it, you know, they might let you know, be like, yo, you should not do this. And then you get some feedback, you know, like, right. I think that's very valuable. 
-hmm. especially when like the early days of youtube it feels like it takes forever to get an actual comment yeah. you want that you want that opinion you want that feedback hey here's a site where there aren't a lot of videos out here maybe i can get something going you're not having to fight with fucking everybody like you are on youtube exactly <laughs> you're not having to fight for people's attention like there's room for your stuff there which is cool all right uh so negatives of bitchu what do you what are you thinking what do you think it's some bad things about bitchu I mean, the negatives of BitChute is going to be, I think, the same types of negatives for smaller platforms. Obviously, there is a lesser audience, um, but I've already counteracted that with. I think that's could be very beneficial. Um, and then probably because people are so prone to not like change, you know, your YouTuber, your YouTube viewers are not necessarily going to go subscribe to your BitChute channel. Like, right. That kind of conversion is not going to happen. You have no reason if you're a YouTube watcher to go over to BitChute. <laughs> right. Unless you're making another type of content over there, which could be valuable. Right. Um, but other than that, I don't see any kind of inherently negative things that could that could hurt you right now. I mean, you brought up the one that I was going to just being like, it is kind of small and, you know, you might not get a whole lot of cross-pollination going the other way. Mm -hmm. Uh but still, you know, I agree with you wholeheartedly. The benefits outweigh it. And it's the one alternate video platform out of the ones we're going to talk about today that I've actually signed up for. And it was just just because of how easy it was and just because of, like, how much I believe in the concept. Like, I'm down. Mm. Yeah, that's I all think, I got for bit shoots. Yeah. I mean, that's – it's a good one. You should You should probably be on it just for the principle of it's very easy to do. And you don't have to do a lot of work in setting, like, doing anything else for it. Right. Except maybe upload your old videos if you want to. Right. Yeah. That might take a little bit of time. Mm. If you were, if you know somebody who would be willing to upload your own videos for you, hit them up at uh, Productions at gmail.com. <laughs> for okay. real. Yo, I'll pay you $100 to upload all my old videos. Yeah. Look at that. There you go. Like a business offers. There you go. Another YouTube podcast. Shit's happening. It's, it's, it's real, real shit right here. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, boy. All right. Uh, the next one. So I have we have VidMe, and mm -hmm. then I think it'd probably be beneficial to talk about Twitch video. Um, so which one do you want to do? Uh, let's do Twitch too. video first. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that one would be something I could talk about at least a good bit. <laughs> yeah. So obviously for years, Twitch has been the number one streaming website, and it still is. Mm -hmm. Um. But now, like, I think last few months, maybe two months, you can now upload your videos directly to Twitch. And one of the things I find really cool about it is I can do vodcasts. Yeah. So I can literally be like, hey, guys, let's watch my old Let's Play with me. And, uh, you know, set up 24 videos in a row. Maybe I'll be there for part of it. Maybe I won't, you know. Either way, if... I have a streaming schedule that says I stream five days a week and one of those days I can't be there, I can still stream something. There you go. So I think that's filling in a hole. Mm -hmm. It's a supplement to what you yeah. already have going on. Exactly. Plus it might let people know, oh, this guy does YouTube videos. Right. I watch YouTube. Because believe it or not, not a lot of people look at the descriptions of both Twitch and YouTube. Right. You wonder if you ever wonder why YouTube channels like constantly remind you to please read the description and like check out the links and stuff. 
is because no one does it on their own. <laughs> you know? I don't do it. I just found out one of my favorite YouTubers has, YouTubers have shirts. Right. You don't mention that <laughs> shit. No one's going to know. Yeah. Uh, so Avin's podcast is a cool, like subtle way of like getting content out there, but also reminding people, Oh, Hey, he does other things. I might be interested in that. Exactly. Which can lead to some cross pollination. Shit. Cross pollination is always good. Because yeah. if you like one, if you like somebody's shit on one version of something, you're probably gonna like other stuff that they do. Same, yeah. Like, if the personality's good enough, you'll follow them anywhere. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> exactly. Like, if you like a person enough, you don't care where they go. You just want that content. You need it now. You don't I care where they get. It. I think what's interesting is um, I actually never really watched uh, Boogie Two Nine Eight Eight. On YouTube, like he's been yeah. around for years, like since the beginning of YouTube. Practical. I never really watched him. Um, I somehow I don't even remember how I found out that he streams on Twitch. Watched literally one stream and immediately fell in love with the guy's personality, right? And everything that he does. And now, like I watch most of most every video he puts out. Yeah, that'd probably be a good out. story for like the streaming episode as well, because it kind of like yeah. How oh, streaming definitely. leads into video shit. But no, yeah. that's true. Like, mm-hmm. you you often find your favorite creators maybe through means you didn't expect, you know? Mm-hmm. YouTube isn't the only platform out there, guys. And sometimes you might be missing out on some really good shit you only watch on certain platforms. Which is why, like... <sighs> let's get into this a little bit, because this is kind of like a can of worms. Uh, mm-hmm. This kind of happens with consoles, but I noticed it with platforms as well. People have platform loyalty. Or they yeah. only watch shit on one platform. Content, yeah. Right. And I think it's okay as a viewer, but I think if you're a creator and you have that mindset, uh, you're not doing yourself any favors at all and you're missing out on a lot of stuff. I think even for a viewer, it's not healthy or, or even beneficial because, like I mentioned, there are other creators out there, stuff, guys who may be doing amazing things that you don't know about. Because you're literally stuck in it, like, oh, I'm only going to watch Twitch streams, or oh, I'm only going to watch YouTube videos. You know, like, open open yourself up. There's good shit out there. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm consoles. Really... You could just play Xbox all day long, but you'd <laughs> be missing you... out on some good Sony shit, and you'd be missing out on some good Nintendo stuff, and PC, and all this other stuff. You'd be missing out on a lot. <laughs> right, right. But Taste not... the rainbow, my dudes. Try, that, try those options. Absolutely. And I'm... I'm actually curious to see where content creation is going to go in the future because one of the things that I heard Gary Vaynerchuk talk about recently in terms of like exclusive content, he actually believes in having exclusive content, but having different exclusive content on each platform. That's fair. Which is very intriguing to me because it makes me Because if you only offer it on one, like it ain't going to do well, but on multiple ones, right. But then even even so, like I'm offering currently the same videos on multiple platforms, right? Mm-hmm. What if I only offered this podcast on YouTube? Right. I mean, obviously that wouldn't be too smart right off the bat. But what if later on down the road I was like, okay, well, another YouTube podcast is going to be exclusively on YouTube and these two or and your wherever you get your podcasts regularly mm-hmm. from. And then like my Let's Plays, let's say I decide to move my Let's Plays to Facebook video. Don't know why I would, but you know, like that's some interesting shit as well. Um, using different platforms, right, and making certain things exclusive to those platforms. And we should mention too, like a lot of people get the platform loyalty for like YouTube and Twitch. Um, mm-hmm. 
but it's also pretty bad to like have platform loyalty for a smaller one. You should never oh, definitely. I think this is important to mention. Uh, don't. In my opinion, that you shouldn't have a main platform, right? You should have a multitude of platforms, and you mix and match shit according to how those platforms uh, work and how they operate. Right. Because rather, mm -hmm. if you start going with the mindset of like, oh, this is my main platform, then you're going to put more work toward that one than you would, let's say, other ones, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're with the mindset of like, I don't have a main platform, I just have a lot of areas to put content on, you get that good mindset, you get uh, content from all sorts of places that are worthwhile and worth watching. And then like potentially if they all do well, like you're you're 10xing your views almost, you know? Right. You're yeah, doing definitely. You're, you're growing at like an uh, a phenomenal rate. So like platform loyalty doesn't help you at all. It only helps like the the platforms themselves. Like YouTube's very glad that you're only watching YouTube. <laughs> yeah. But like that's about it. That's about like the benefits where that where that stops, you know. And I want to bring up a point that is important to realize because as a content creator with own different platforms, I recently was looking at like some views on different platforms, and one of my Rick and Morty recap videos got like twenty views on YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. On VidMe, the la or at least the last platform that I can think of for this episode. It's got over 100 views. Pretty crazy. Which is pretty crazy. And then on BitChute, it's got like another 20. So you could be like, oh, well, on BitChute and YouTube, it got the same amount of views. So what was the point? That's 20 different views. That's not right. the same views. It's 20 completely different ones. And so once you add that up, like this video that did okay on YouTube, not, I mean, you know, for a small channel, it's yeah. got over 150 views. You know, that's... Pretty valuable information. Pretty huge altogether. Yeah. Uh, and here's the thing, too, that I want to bring up, especially with that example. You didn't know what platform, you know, that Rick and Morty video would do the best on. Right. Like, if you were having to take a guess, you can maybe guess, like, oh, maybe it'll do the best on here. But you don't know for sure until you try it. Because mm -hmm. Zach was willing to try on both BitChute, YouTube, and, you know, like, VidMe and shit like that. Mm -hmm. He was able to find out that, oh, Vidme, there's an audience for this. And maybe in the future, when I make another Rick and Morty recap, I might prioritize Vidme a little bit more. But you don't find right. out that data without trying, you know? You don't come hmm. to that conclusion. You don't have the moment Zach did. If you just pick one and done or you pretend to know and you don't actually know, like, experiment. Try try things out. Definitely. Right. Yeah. So I think that's, that's cool. I think that's really mm. cool. Uh, yeah. For tw Twitch videos specifically, I did want to mention that one of the things that I kind of find uh, a little bit of a negative aspect, not not too big, obviously. Mm. Um, but like you mentioned, Twitch is the biggest streaming service in the world uh, mm. right now and probably will be for a very long time. It almost, feels, it almost feels a little bit contradictory to do video on Twitch simply mm. because it's such a great live streaming platform. And I feel like there can potentially be a little bit of a disconnect. Um, especially, you know, you come on Twitch for live streams and this guy only mainly does videos. Like, be a bit of a weird uh, deal. That would be weird. Yeah. So. Um, no, I agree. It is It is weird. Uh, I think the vodcast is probably the only way you can justify uploading your videos on Twitch is if you're planning on using them for vodcasts. 
mm-hmm. because it gives you another level of interactivity on videos that generally wouldn't. Right. Um, which I find really cool because mm-hmm. like when you see a comment on a YouTube video for a let's play, you're like, you know, somebody's like, Oh, that was really funny. LOL. Ha ha. <laughs> you're like, okay, which part was funny? I, right. I don't remember. Um, but then you see it on a vodcast, like you know the exact fucking moment that they're right. like, oh, this is really entertaining. Um, and so that's kind of cool. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. And it may be a thing where like you reserve it only for videos that really like need feedback or maybe like mm-hmm. new types of videos altogether. Right. Or shit that you already like, know. Marathon series. I think marathon, marathon series would be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. You'd be like watching it with some friends and uh, you're on Twitch and exactly. stuff. All that sort of stuff. It doesn't feel like work watching a Subijian Games video when you have friends in the chat to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're watching it on your own, that shit's work. Like, yeah, yeah. Don't even think about it. <laughs> but like people like you and me, right? Like we think like that sometimes because like we got our own shit to do or whatever, you know? And right. it, sometimes, it sometimes doesn't feel fun to just watch other people's stuff. We're a lot more open to the fact of watching other people's stuff if it's through an environment like Twitch sometimes, where we're like we get that interactivity. Where I can be like, yo, I showed up and here, you know, let me talk to you for a little bit. Right. And I might have to leave. I can't necessarily watch the entire thing, but it was cool to hang out. Right. So I think that's awesome. I think that's great. Mm. That's a cool part of Twitch video that I think other platforms don't necessarily offer. Uh, Mm. But one you should consider, nonetheless. I agree. Uh, with all of that, we come to our, our last one, and I don't know a ton about this one, but this one seems to be pretty popular. Obviously not Facebook yeah. or Twitch levels, but pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Vidme. Vidme. Vid.me. Vidu? Not Vidu. It's yeah. Vidme. Vidme. Um, Sounds like an entitled to... name. <laughs> do you want me to talk about it briefly, or...? Uh, I, I know, know very little lot about it. Okay, I know Vidme's popular. That's about it. <laughs> so I found out about Vidme at the end of last year, around the time where I was kind of doing some research about YouTube and, you know, just really focusing on this as being part of my career, content right. creation, that is. Not being a YouTuber, because <laughs> that's not a good decision. Fair. <laughs> I'm going to drop out of college to be a YouTuber, Mom. No! No, content creator has a better ring to it. If you say it? I'm a professional online content creator, that shit sounds dope. You can put that on a resume. That sounds I like have. you have a real job. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So anyways, Vidme is uh, very similar to YouTube. Um, I, I mean, except for they currently don't have advertising enabled, um, but they do have a monetization policy now which is kind of cool. You can have subscriber-only videos. People can pay a dollar a month or however you decide, and they get to see certain videos that not everybody can watch. Um, Is this the only and, platform you've mentioned so far where you can make money through that policy? As of now, yes. As of now. As of now. So obviously if you're a partner on Twitch and you're doing vodcasts with those videos, then you can make money during that time. Um, if you are a Facebook creator, if you're one of the bigger Facebook creators, you could make money through advertisement on there now. I don't or know Facebook what Facebook supports you. <laughs> right, right. I don't know what their policy is going to be when it moves on to everybody. I'm assuming they're going to have to have some kind of advertiser policy at some point. 
But Vidmi um, has the only real option right now. But Vidmi has the only real option at the moment, right? <laughs> Which I find to be pretty cool because they don't care about copyright. They're not going to take your video down. They are also about the free speech thing as of now. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, companies change. You never, you never know. Sure. <laughs> One thing that was really cool about Vidme uh, about a year ago when I first started messing with it was I uploaded a Nintendo The History video. They had this thing where you could be featured. You get your video feature. You just email the company and they'd be like, yo, check this video out. And that video got a thousand views. Damn. Because I got it featured. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Um, and I'm sure I got a little bit of conversion to my YouTube channel through that. Right. But, um, like, I'm trying to think what what is really positive about, about Vidme besides the fact that it's very similar to a YouTube uh, right. in the way they work. Well, I think the you, important thing with Vidme uh, is that this is the only one that, like, has a pretty big audience that isn't having to rely on a brand. So Twitch obviously, you know, did live streaming first and then moved to video. You know, like right. BitChute's still new enough where they're not like big, big yet. Facebook, mm. do we really even need to talk about Facebook? Well, that's popular. Right. Vidme, on the other hand, is a platform that started by itself that doesn't have like these crazy ass companies attached to it, yet mm. has managed to make pretty big numbers and continually grow. Um, so that's a pretty right. important distinction that this uh, was able to do it by itself and that because it's their focus uh you're not having to compete you know you're not having to be like oh i can do live streaming and this or shit like that um Vidme's cool in that aspect i think absolutely it's got a viewer base which is interesting i think like back in <laughs> the uh the end of december or the end of 2016 early 2017 when everybody's talking about how the world is going to collapse on youtube uh you know everybody like people started jumping ship from youtube immediately jumping ship and going to vidme right so there's a loyal base like viewer base there over 25 million people use vidme every month to upload and watch videos and we're just getting started it's pretty big so that's pretty big 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 group right there uh a team of 12 humans and six dogs (laughs) dogs are important um, it, it also, it looks really nice. BitChute is a bit crude and it's, um, it's very simple. <laughs> it's very simple. It's, it's very simple. Uh, Vidme looks pretty nice. It's got a couple of different things that they're doing. They're featuring creators, um, rather than just having the trending. There's like these features for creators and stuff, which is really cool. And it's very easy to get your videos on there. Not as easy as BitChute. But all you have to do is take your video URL for your uploaded video, copy and paste that into Vidme in the upload section, and boom. Pretty easy. <laughs> Everything. Like, they take the thumbnail. They take the uh, – I think sometimes you have to upload the thumbnail. It's it's a bit finicky. But other than that, like, description all that, already there. Right. Pretty cool. Fairly so simple. Really, Not bit shoot simple, but simple simple. Right. Really no reason why you shouldn't be uploading to that also. Right. And this is one of the ones that I have not yet tried yet, and I kind of need to get on that horse eventually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I've heard good things. Um, I've heard very good things. What are some of the negatives, you think? Some of the negatives is probably going to be the conversion rate from Vid- Vidme to YouTube. I don't think it's going to be that high. Um, I'm sure you could probably get a little bit of conversion from it. 
but because there are some people on there that are so loyal to the website, they're, they they think that YouTube is just so doomed, it's going to explode. They want to keep you know to this new platform that you might want to consider doing VidMe exclusive content uh, uh, for those people specifically. Right. Um. One negative in general of uploading your content to another website that I just thought about that I was thinking about back in December when I was considering VidMe was you might want to consider the way you do intros on videos. So back in the day, I used to start off videos with what's up YouTube. I'm Subijan Games or I'm Zack Snyder. Uh, the big thing there being what's up YouTube being so specific to the platform and, you know, like, maybe that's not the best way to do it because if you start off your video with What's Up YouTube, you upload that to Vidney, you upload that to BitChute, Facebook, Twitch, whatever, then people are going to be like, well, this isn't YouTube. And then immediately they're just going to get off. <laughs> they're just going to leave. Another thing, it's like, you know, it's very similar to like this podcast, which is called Another YouTube Podcast. I highly doubt a lot of VidMe people are going to watch this podcast, though if you are listening to it on VidMe, thank you so much. Leave us a little comment. Leave us a like. Tell us how we're doing. Um, but because YouTube has been so you know grounded in content video creation, I think it's very important to establish that as the, the podcast because you know that's how these things work. Man, that's some good stuff he just talked about that I totally listened to. <laughs> So Aiden just got back from taking a shit. Piss, my dude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're just saying piss. <laughs> and peed all day, my dude. So like it took wow. a while. It took a while. Wow. That probably Dude. ain't healthy. That's crazy. Anyway, um, what'd you bring up? The intro thing? I agree with that. The intro and then, yeah. I mean, just making sure that you're... If you're going to put your content on multiple platforms, it's probably best to have some way to where your intro, your your audience is broadened to, you know, people, not just a particular platform. Because in it the kinda, end of the day... It kind of changes how you make content, too, I'd imagine. Yeah, 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 for sure. You can't make content the same way because you have to think about other platforms in mind. Um, for instance, if I upload a video on YouTube, on Facebook, which I need to fix this, I upload <laughs> a YouTube video on Facebook and I say at the end... Please like and subscribe. Um, you can't really subscribe on Facebook. It's a follow. Right. So maybe you change your outro and specifically for that. I don't know how much I'm planning on doing that, but it would be smart to do. Um, my my thing would be I like will, try to know. find common words that like replace like and subscribe that you can just use interchangeably. Right. Either, like, that, me. either that or do the editing thing. <laughs> right. Um, your outro screen should probably not be exclusive to YouTube. Um, Most of them aren't, I feel like. <laughs> right. I don't mine, think mine are. are like, check out social medias, Patreon, and then like, thanks for watching. Oh, right. I do have a subscribe thing, though. Yeah. Mine used to be like, subscribe everyday videos on YouTube or something like that. And I had to like, fix that. I was like, well, I can't do that anymore because I'm putting it on other platforms. All right. But you can keep like, the new videos thing. Um, one thing about VidMe that I'm doing that I think is really cool and valuable and potentially people may like it if they really like my content, and you can do this with another YouTube podcast, by the way, is Ooh. 
I'm putting my videos up early on Vidme for subscribers of Vidme. So if I get done and paid with paid subscribers, right? To paid subscribers, clear. right, right, right. To make yeah. it clear, paid subscribers. It's only a dollar a month. Um, some <laughs> people will do. Some people might be like, "Well, let's do this for five dollars a month," right? Right? Like it depends on you know how much you hold value to your content, right? Um, but I think by so what I'm doing is like let's say we record this video tonight. We're recording this podcast right now. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow I edit this podcast. It renders on. Uh, the day after that, and then immediately I upload this video, this podcast to VidMe, but it's a subscriber only. Yeah, it's not going to be uploaded to YouTube in like two more days. Right. So this basically means that I don't have to worry about a schedule when it comes to VidMe because I know that all my videos are going to eventually be there. They're just going to go up early. And then as soon as they are on YouTube, you know, they'll just not be subscriber only. Plus, mm-hmm. it gives viewers a reason to check out VidMe if they're down to pay a dollar a month and, and if they care to watch any of my videos early. So this paid subscription thing in general, I think, is very... It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the the thing I compare it to quicker, or the thing mm-hmm. I compare it to, like, the easiest, mm-hmm. is it's like having your own, like, YouTube Red Show, but, like, for free, you know? Right, yeah, Because it's, it's a deal where it's, like... If you have content that you think is worthwhile to people that people would want to watch, you can make a little bit more money off of it than other than just views, right? You can can, have it. You can have it to where like the hype is so big where people would actually want to watch it. And, you know, it could come to YouTube eventually. Mm -hmm. uh, But what's stopping you from getting a little bit of money now on VidMe and then putting it on YouTube? You know, that's that's smart. It's also kind of like a Twitch subscribe also a little Mm -hmm. bit. Which is yeah, awesome. They have, they have like subscriber only streams on Twitch. Right. You could do that. Right. Um, so, like, this has already happened in streams before. Uh, with video sharing sites, Vidme is the only one I know that like does that, you know, without mm. having to get into YouTube Red shenanigans. Right. Which most people can't reasonably do. Mm. Uh, you have to have like a million subs and like kind of a team to sort of put to that have, shit like, together. At least 100,000 subs to like get access to the YouTube space. Right. Which is like a recording studio that you can go to as a YouTuber. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's very easy to if you want to make paid content or. Right. I would especially. Well, you think about it, out. like even YouTube, you can't even get super chat until you're like a certain sub amount. Like YouTube right. actively keeps features away from you until you reach certain landmarks. And while I do think that's a smart idea just because there's so many people on there and you don't want people to mess it up. Vidme, right. on the other hand, can just be like, yo, take it. Go. Yeah. Right? And that's a benefit. Mm-hmm. And if your content shit, obviously nobody's going to pay a dollar a month or five dollars or however much, you know? Right. Like, nobody's going to do that. And then you'll learn that. Mm-hmm. I think what's what's best to watch out for, because I kind of, you know, with so much content on the internet, I don't think you should be making content, especially starting out, where you're actively seeking for somebody to pay for your content unless it's early access i think early access is the only way to do it and then people can still go watch your stuff for free right right that's just one of those moral things i think because it's not forced that way right it's not like i mean eventually like i was talking to jay he really wants to watch my end of is in his night versus with marjack 
Like he was, he was like, yo, let me watch those for free. I was like, yeah, you can watch those for free when they come out in like right. the next three days. And then the next one will be out next week and stuff like that. Right. Um, what was it? Like I've paid for early access content a couple mm-hmm. of times, actually. Sure. And I think it's, you know, if it's good content, it's worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. If you, if you think it's worth a dollar or even better when the viewer feels like they're getting a deal where they feel like it should be worth more. That's right. when you know you've done good. <laughs> it's been like this should be like five dollars, and he's only offering one. And sometimes it can be smart from a business decision to sometimes undervalue your content and being mm-hmm. like, "Yo, this yeah, is absolutely. worth five dollars, but if I really want that money and I really want people watching this stuff, maybe it wouldn't mm-hmm. be too bad to have it at one." You know, kind of right. under undersell a little bit, get him hooked in, and then maybe bring it up as you go along. Uh, mm-hmm. That's business talk in general, but like again. Right. This concept can be applied to things like Twitch and other things. So this isn't like a Vidme exclusive concept. This is shit you're going to have to learn. And Vidme offers um, you the quickest way to learn it, IMO. Other than like right. Patreon. Right. I was going to mention, so for those that already have subscribed to me on Patreon, because they're already paying money towards me, um, thanks Starlight Dreamer. <laughs> yeah. uh, I do have the option so that they can also access these videos early through a Google Drive link. Right. So... You know, I don't want to have somebody have to pay twice for something. Right. If you had a Twitch subscriber that's paying five dollars, you know, you would give offer them that, like, right? Right, 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 right. Shit like that. You know, because Possibly. the thing is, but then like Twitch is an entirely entirely different thing, right? Like they're coming right. for your stream specifically. So I feel like if they're interested, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. If they're interested in your videos, do that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think too, like. I think it's it's important for people to realize that like if people are paying for your content, uh, be more proud of that more than uh, how much money you're making. Definitely. So like, yeah, for sure. if you only make one dollar off of this, and you're like, man, this isn't that great. Be happy that someone paid that one dollar, right? Like, <laughs> for you making the content. You know, it's, it's free for the most part. A lot of people can watch it for free on other platforms. So the mm-hmm. fact that somebody was willing to actively pay for it uh, is huge. Whether it's a dollar or not, I don't care. Uh, I that's still a financial investment for some people, believe it or not. And some people are very picky about their money. Uh, that's that's a huge win. And I think you should mm-hmm. focus on early on, if you are going to make money, uh, you know, don't make it the focus. Sort of make it like a little side hustle. And then sort of elevate your game whenever you're ready to. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's like money is not everything, mm-hmm. especially, I mean, it's not, it's not anything when it comes to cre- content creation because money is going to be ac- accessible at some point. Right. It just is. If you're good at it and you continue to do it and consist, you know, you're consistent with it, like money will come where you get that money right now is not important. It's just making sure that you're making good stuff. Right, right. You should be <laughs> going back to my example earlier. Don't be sad that like, you know, people are only paying a dollar. Your whole focus should be like, oh shit, they're paying a dollar. I better be sure I'm doing my best work ever. Right, like, right. you better like make that content worth a dollar. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Worth more than it, even. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of my entire goal with uh, like the let's plays. 
you know, like I've had a number of people that have subscribed to me for Let's Plays and that's very humbling because I don't think my my Let's Plays for the longest time were worth watching. Sure. And now I found a like a newer way of doing it and now I really do feel like they're worth watching to a certain extent, you know? Mm-hmm. And hopefully I'm able to reinvent them even more and do even better with the editing and whatever. Right. Um but then in the end of the day, I want to make something that I'm proud of, you know, proud of. I want yeah, to before the money. Video proud before of, that. You know? Make sure right. that's good. Make sure where you're putting out can even be charged. <laughs> you know? Exactly. It, it takes a little bit of consideration. And I should mention, too, it takes a good bit of work. Being able mm. to not only... Because here's the thing. It puts a deadline on your videos. You have to have it done and ready for VidMe before you can upload it to YouTube. And if you need it on YouTube a certain day, it kind of creates a little bit of scheduling conflict. You got to be ready to be able to be like, okay, it's going on VidMe today, YouTube tomorrow, whatever. And some people can't plan that far ahead, and it might take a little bit of work mm-hmm. to get there. But uh, it's not impossible. You know? I agree. I don't think you need to be super specific about the schedule. Um, so the way I'm looking at it, like, obviously me trying to get the next 20 videos done in time to put on VidMe before they go on YouTube, that's impossible. Right. It just is, just because my schedule and the type of content I'm making, all that kind of stuff. But I do think it's cool. Like, I, I think it's going to be essential for me to have at least, like, you know, enough content that's worth a dollar up on VidMe before they, you know, release on YouTube so that people can watch it early because that's what they paid for, you know? Right. So, like, if I can get 10 out of my 30 videos up early then I think that's, you know, I think that's worthwhile. And then next month I try to do 20 out of the 30, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Again, it's another one of those things where like these alternate platforms drastically change how you make content. We've talked before about like how YouTube changes can sometimes mm-hmm. uh, force you to do your content differently, whether it's with the algorithm or advertiser friendly stuff. YouTube's mm-hmm. not the only platform you can do that. You know, right. your content can change on a dime based on where you're putting it, when you're putting it, and how you're making it, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's cool to, like, see that dynamic, especially with uh, sites you wouldn't expect there to be a dynamic with, right? Right. You don't expect that you're having to drastically change your content on VidMe when you start because you're like, oh, it's just a supplement, and go ahead and just put it on there. But the more and more involved you get with it, like, shit starts to change, and you start to make decisions that you might normally not have made had it only right. been on YouTube. Uh, so that's cool. Which inevitably will grow yourself, you know, grow your skills, grow your content. Right. Won't just be the same shit that you've been doing for five years. It'll be something new. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Which is cool. Yeah. So said cool a lot in this podcast. I think to like wrap everything up, if you're, if you've been doing YouTube for years and you're listening to this just because you're like us and want to constantly hear something interesting and new from a different perspective, about this stuff, um, it, it's you know you should be thinking of alternatives because it's going to help grow your content. It's going to help grow your brand if you want to get into that. Um, and then if you're new to YouTube, like there's no reason why you shouldn't go ahead and set this up just in case. Right. It's a thing like Patreon. It's a thing like T-shirts and stuff. Sure, you can wait and you can set it up then. Uh, but if you wait later, you're going to have to deal with a lot more work and a lot more expectations. You get that shit mm. set up early. Nobody cares, right, right away. Right. <laughs> but you'll have it set up, and it won't be a hassle. And it'll be something you can be like, oh, I can get done with this now. And I have to spend, like, days down the road where I really just want to focus on my content. 
and instead I'm having to fumble around with social medias and shit, like, don't, don't. Exactly. Here's the thing. I kind of wanted to bring this up earlier. Uh, content creating, at least if you're in it for the money, uh, is a business, right? It's very mm. much a business. And in business, people who do well are people uh, who break away from the trends, who start new mm. trends. Don't be one of these people who hear about things like BitChute, who hear about things like VidMe, who have the opportunity to upload and who just don't because of time. And they're thinking, oh, it won't go anywhere. But when VidMe and all these other platforms get big, don't come crying to us being like, oh, I have to set up a VidMe now. You could have done that years ago and you would have gotten so much benefit out of it. You know, mm -hmm. don't, don't follow the herd. Be that trendsetter. Be that person starting the new thing. Can you imagine what it would have been like in 2006 and me, if me and Zach were starting and we came across this little site called YouTube? You know, like, <laughs> that would be huge. Yeah. And we can't jump on the YouTube hype wagon, but these other sites, they're just starting out and they'll, 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 they'll appreciate your time spent and they will actively mm. work with you more than YouTube ever could <laughs> just because it's so big now. Um, so take the stuff seriously. Don't be one of these people who wants to follow what's what's popular and what's new. Be the trendsetter. Be the person trying new things. That's important. Because remember, MySpace was the common face uh, was the common social media before Facebook. And where is it now? <laughs> right, you know. Shit changes. Some weird music thing. Yeah. YouTube might not be the king forever, you know. Mm-hmm. Got to think about that shit sometimes. Which isn't a bad thing. Right. That's good. Just good. Yeah. And here's the thing too about like the platform loyalty as well. Don't ever get into a situation where you're comfortable enough to be like, this platform is going to last forever. <laughs> the internet is so freaking young and offers so many new things and goes at and ages at such a fast speed. Like everything is fast on the internet. Everything is done quickly. Don't ever feel safe where you're at now, especially if you're content creating and you're doing that. You don't want to feel safe when you're making your videos because you want to try new things and you want to be innovative. And you shouldn't feel safe about the platform that you're invested in now. There could be a day when YouTube no longer exists. When BitChute gets popular, there could be a day when it no longer exists. The internet's not going to give you a reminder. It's not going to tell you, oh, YouTube is closing down in three months. It's probably just going to close down. And then what? Mm -hmm. You have no backup plan. You have no other thoughts. Be ready. Have a backup plan. You know, don't say I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be a content creator. I want to be making videos. Exactly. And I think that's the bigger, the bigger thing here. You know, may maybe we shouldn't have called the podcast another YouTube podcast. Maybe it should have been another content creation podcast. Yeah. But <laughs> our mistakes aside. <laughs> right. It's too late good. now. <laughs> it's too late now. Uh, regardless, you know, it's. If you want to do this, if this is something you want to be successful at, you really should be looking at it as content creation, like you said, and not just being a YouTuber. Because right. being a YouTuber isn't practical. Being a content creator, that's just pretty practical. Right. Yeah. Remember back in, a, I think it was episode episode one, your first months mm -hmm. and like setting shit up. Remember how mm -hmm. we spent such a long time talking about social medias and why they were important and why you needed to have something outside of YouTube? It's the mm -hmm. same principle here, guys. It's the exact same principle. And mm -hmm. if you're if you're one of those people who like alternate video websites but don't care about social media, 
It's the same thing there. Do both. Same thing. Right. You should be doing social media. You should be making videos and pictures for Instagram. Sure. Every single one of you. Mm-hmm. Just because it's such a big platform right now for so many people right. that it's very beneficial. Yeah. And we're not saying it's easy. We're not saying that oh, you, there won't be not. commitment. <laughs> we're not saying that your content is even going to stay the same. It very well could change and adapt and grow. But like mm-hmm. we've mentioned throughout this podcast, especially with social media and with alternate media sites, uh, the benefits outweigh the cost, guys. And we're not asking you to be perfect at Instagram right away or be perfect at BitChute right away or be perfect at VidMe right away. But put the effort forth, you know, Mm -hmm. try. As long as you're trying, we can't get mad at you, you know. (laughs) We can't be like, oh, why are you you not doing this? You did. You tried. tried Right. Even if you're not succeeding, you're trying. And that's more important than anything. More important than social media, more important than YouTube. If you try at what you love and you put effort, uh, you know, that's a worthwhile experience and that adds value to people's lives. So mm-hmm. that's my soapbox for that. Definitely. As far as that's cool. Concerned. This is a very productive episode. I felt like, yeah, because this, is a good this one. was some good stuff that I think people need to hear about. I think we need to like continue to think about it in our own content <laughs> creation, finding new ways to do this kind of stuff. You know? And I'm going to say I'm a bit of a slacker. You know, it took me a while to get all those social medias up and I'm not even on like VidMe or shit. What do you think I'm going to do after this podcast? <laughs> you know, like gonna make that VidMe. Right. You know, gonna make that VidMe. I've had my own excuses. I'll go ahead and admit right now. Like I didn't think VidMe would be a cool idea or like even worthwhile. After this podcast, <laughs> things are a little bit different now. I got a little bit of a bit of chip on my shoulder and a little bit of humbleness mm-hmm. like there there's more shit out there fam <laughs> there's always <laughs> more shit out there and i mean i felt the same way I, I even like after i made the vid me i didn't even touch it a lot because i was like ah oh, but i would rather just stay with youtube as much as i love youtube <laughs> it's not the only thing out there another content creation podcast. <laughs> yeah we're gonna change the name um, we're gonna change the name guys uh, and, and by the way, just just like little little plug right here before we do the comments uh, from last yeah. time, you know, you can listen to this podcast sometimes weeks earlier on VidMe <laughs> hey. for only a dollar a month or Patreon for only a dollar a month. Look at that. So we'll be in this exclusive BitChute information on BitChute. <laughs> and yeah, as far as BitChute goes, it'll be up <laughs> as soon as it gets on YouTube. Right, right. Because that's how I'm done. Fair. It automatically does that. It saves me some time, you know. The begin bid me information on bid. <laughs> I still am very intrigued as to what kind of original content I might be able to come up with for these platforms alone. Mm-hmm. That's that, that creates a big challenge too. Something you got to mm-hmm. figure out. Right. Oh, and we should mention for you guys at home. Did we miss one? If we did, please show that. Give, yes. give us to our attention. If there's other content creation websites Absolutely. out there, tell us. We want to talk about it. We want to let you know if it's a worthwhile investment. And we probably want to try it out ourselves. So Yeah. If there's Definitely. anything we miss, tell us. That isn't Vimeo and Daily Motion. Like we already covered. Yeah, like Vimeo and Daily Motion have so many negatives. Right. You have to pay for Vimeo. We did this is why I didn't mention them. You have to pay for Vimeo. Daily Motion, you can't bulk upload. And I even the videos that I did upload to both sites at the beginning of the year or halfway through the year. They didn't get anything out of it. So, right. Vimeo has a pretty small audience, too, I believe. 
Yeah, like they've they've both been around for so long that it's more of a MySpace than it is a newer thing, you know? A Snapchat or Facebook. Yeah, than a Snapchat, right. It's not really growing anymore. And if they do something tomorrow that's different and, you know, people are able to grow faster on it, then I'll start putting up videos on those platforms, you know? Right. It's just we're not not given any reason to believe that either of them are going to do super well, at least in the near future. Right. So that's why we didn't mention them. But hey, we brought it up here. There you go. Do you want to read the comment from last week or shall I? Uh, You go ahead and do it. Okay. So the patient, thanks again for commenting, says, nice to have you both back. As for myself, I think I tend to lean more towards variety. We talked about variety versus niche channels. Keeps me on my toes and the channels tend not to stagnate as much as niche channels. (laughs) You want to know why? (laughs) Patient's a variety (laughs) channel. Likes variety. Watches all the Blue Couch production stuff. It's so good. Yeah. that she turned from just regular uh, niche to variety. My content was that amazing. So, <laughs> the humble brag right there. It's a humble brag. <laughs> humble brag. Yeah, very humble. Yeah, I, I, I still enjoy making variety content more than oh, yeah. niche. <laughs> yeah, my opinion did not change on that. I might make a Binding of Isaac Let's Play channel though. So, <laughs> then look out for that. Just Binding so I can of play Binding of Isaac every single day. Binding of Zach starting tomorrow. <laughs> One of the new Every 18 channels coming. Not even gonna edit those videos like I did in the back back in the day. We're just gonna we're just gonna make them. Let the commentary speak for itself. There you go. Now I'm like kind of like low key considering that. <laughs> now that you brought up the idea, like is that worth my time? Hmm, maybe. Right. Or maybe I'll put it on bit sheet, shoot or Vin me. <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> An exclusive. For BitChute, um, you could probably get away with it because, like, you're not charging money for it <laughs> or whatever. But it right. can get interest in BitChute of being like, oh, right. hey. That right. could be worthwhile, actually. Because um, I don't know if you charge for Binding of Isaac videos. <laughs> I would not do that. I've, I've actually thought about uh, doing, like, a season two, bringing it back, and then doing the new LP style with it. Uh-huh. And actually editing it with the face cam. Right. And I might. I don't know. I just don't know if... Actually, I know people would watch it because people watch the other ones. So I might actually still do that. I just don't know yet. Fair enough. <laughs> it's just the cons- like the amount of those videos that I would put out would be a lot less compared to like the <laughs> five a day. Compared- <laughs> well, it was it was like two a day. It felt like five. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, they're thanks fun for the make. comment. But yeah, Patient. thanks again for the comment. Got sidetracked a little bit, but hey. That's fine. Yeah. We can do a little tangent now again. But, uh, yeah, if you, uh, as, as always, if you like the, the episode, hit us up on social media. Um, we've got the multiple video websites you can listen to this on. If you're into listening to podcasts on the go and you've not checked out iTunes and Google Play yet, those do, this does go up on those platforms. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that's about it. Leave us comments. Yeah, Let us comments. know what you thought about this. Huge, huge. Um, yeah, ask us questions. Like, what topics do you want us to talk about next? Because typically we'll talk for like an hour before these episodes, before we start recording these episodes to figure out which uh, topic we think will bring the most value. So by commenting, you help us out a lot. Fair. Yeah. 
and share with your YouTube friends. Like I'm sure that if you're a content creator or an aspiring content creator, you have people that are kind of doing the same thing. Fair enough. That, that are friends of yours. And if you don't, you should find friends that do the Get same thing. Get you some friends. <laughs> Get some friends that make YouTube videos. That'll help you with your own shit, creation. by the way. That's not like a us thing. That's like a literally, Absolutely. literally go out and joke. do that. <laughs> it's like literally do that because right. it will help you in so many different ways. Community is collabs another day. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole True. other deal. Uh, leave yeah. them a question of the day. But, uh, we asked a question last time. We should leave them with a question here. We did. That's right. So, uh, put me on the spot there. Ugh. Oh, oh. Um, what did we talk about again? No, I'm just kidding. Um, question of the day. Yeah. Actually, I think this would be very valuable to you guys and to me and Aiden as well. Okay. What kind of content would you watch exclusively on a non-YouTube platform? Yeah. And not we're not just talking about like my stuff or Zach's stuff. We're talking like in general. Right. What would you want to see? What would you be willing to pay for? And maybe you're the type of person who doesn't maybe have money. Maybe not even pay for it, but just like go to another place to watch. Right. Right. Yeah. That's the stuff we're talking about here. So if you don't yeah. have money, you can still answer this. <laughs> yes. So that'll be cool. I'll, I can't wait to see those responses. That's actually interesting. Yeah. Get a little survey going as far as that's concerned. Yeah, boy. Ooh, clean. This is a fun episode. This is a good one. Probably my favorite so far. Well, yeah. Yeah, probably be my favorite so far. Are you telling me the uh, the hour and a half that we bitched about school? <laughs> that one was the most was therapeutic. It was very therapeutic. I agree. If we're talking about the one that like relieved my mood, <laughs> then I'm picking that one. <laughs> Just, oh man. There's a lot of good shit in this episode, I feel proud. Yes, me too. Go watch Gary V. <laughs> go watch Gary V. That's not a the exact thing. That's a go watch Gary V thing. That's that's exactly. <laughs> go make some YouTube friends. Here's what you learned today. Okay. Go make twenty five other accounts on other websites that do video stuff. Not duplicate accounts, but like actual. Not duplicate account, but, but actual 25 different websites. Find 25 different websites you can put videos on. Right. Tell us the other 21 because we need to know them. <laughs> Make some YouTube friends and watch Gary V. Yeah. And Boom. answer our question. And answer of the, the question of the day. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. There's the short version. <laughs> there you go. There's your homework. Yeah. Go, homework. go children. <laughs> do my bidding. <laughs> do my bidding. Yeah. <laughs> That's clean. Yes. You gonna go ahead and end it off? Because I think I did last time. Well, I've I've been Zach. And I've been Aiden. And thank you for watching this episode of another YouTube podcast. Bye. Bye bye. It's we hope you enjoyed this episode of another YouTube podcast. You got it wrong. <laughs> and we hope you enjoy this episode of another